horror bags welcome back to another episode of queen's table live it's your girl queen s and we're back with another episode of tea time tuesday if you have not already like share subscribe do all that good stuff sweetie because you don't want to miss out to all the deeds to all our teas now do we i don't think so and make sure each and every tea time tuesday you have your qt juice ready and ready to sip oh so gently when the time permits so we're just going to jump right into our first topic on today's tea time tuesday with queen s on queen stable live we are going to talk about hu commemorating chadwick in the best way possible honey so howard university this past week just announced that they are renaming their college of fine arts after our late and beloved Black Panther, Mr. Chadwick. And so, what University did was they formally announced this on their official Twitter page stating, and I quote, Howard University is pleased to name the College of Fine Arts after our iconic alumni Chadwick A. Boseman, who remarkable career as an actor, director, writer, and producer inspired millions around the world, I quote. In 1997, while Chadwick was still enrolled at Howard University, him and a group of other students did a petition against uh, HU trying to combine the College of Fine Arts with the College of Science. And uh, he even fought it even after he graduated. It was so beautifully thought out and well done and well placed and perfect timing possible because they just did also appointed Miss Felicia Rashad as the Dean of the College of Fine Arts program. So this just kind of goes in hand in hand with black excellence. And so I just, life is just so short and life is just so fragile and i just feel like it's 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 a different type of love when you leave a legacy not everyone gets to really receive the love and the flowers that they do deserve after death you know no matter how much years that they put into whatever industry that they might be in not necessarily just in the entertainment industry seeing him still being commemorated even after death to see the love still being present and his life and in his circle his wife to also be able to be present and for him is also amazing in itself as well and so you know that chadwick feels the love he has to feel the love it, it still does not feel real that he has passed and gone to uh the afterlife it does not feel real at all that he's gone like it, it does not feel real um i do know that they are working on a uh, black panther 2 i really don't know exactly how they're going to do it with you know chadwick no longer being with us physically but you know when those deeds to those t's come out you know i'll bring it on the pink house for you all if that's it next topic on tea time tuesday with queen s on queen's table live we are going to talk about miss naomi honey set in the motherfucking town baby Y'all tennis players, athletes, whatever you want to call it. Y'all tennis professionals. Y'all were not ready for Naomi. Okay? You had Hancho in the game. Naomi released a statement saying that she was no longer doing any type of press conference for the French opening. And I quote, hey everyone, hope you are doing well. I'm writing this to say that I'm not going to do any press during the role. felt that people have no regards for athletes, mental health and uh this rings very true whenever i see a press conference or partake in one we are often sat there and ask questions that we've been asked multiple times before or ask questions that bring doubts into our minds and i'm not going to subject myself to people that doubt me i've watched many clips of athletes breaking down after a loss in the press conference room and i know you have as well i believe the whole situation is kicking a person down is i believe the whole situation is kicking a person while they're down and i don't understand the reasoning behind it 
me not doing press is nothing personal to the tournament and a couple of journalists have interviewed me since I was young and I do have a friendly relationship with them. However, if the organizations think that they could just keep saying do press or you're going to be fine and continue to ignore the mental health of the athletes that are the centerpiece of their corporation, then I just got to laugh. Anyways, I hope the considerable amount that I get fined for this will go towards a mental health charity, XOXO. So she released that statement and of course on social media was definitely on her side because I just honestly feel like in general any type of professional that sports, whether that's in entertainment, I do believe that if you are in the public eye, your mental health should always come first. And it's sad because we live in a society where these big name organizations, brands, uh, management companies, media groups, whatever you want to call them, they're so money hungry and so goal driven that they don't put into any regards to the mental state of mind to the people that they're trying to profit off of. You want your most eligible player or your highest paid athlete or uh, entertainer to be able to have their mindset to be in the right state of mind so that they can make you more money. Like, it's just so backwards to me. After she released that, you know, she stated what she said. She said what she said, and she stand 10 toes down to it. And she also inserted uh, clips of previous athletes in press conferences. She did use Serena Williams and Venus Williams um, interview clip when they were little kids. I know y'all know which clip I'm talking about. When her daddy, when their daddy, you know, interjected and was like, bitch, you're not going to put no doubt in my daughter's head. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Assuming that since her statement about the mental health and all the other stuff conversations started sparking about the lack of mental health awareness in any type of entertainment or athletic type of job field and so from then she decided to just withdraw in general and she stated and i quote hey everyone this isn't a situation i ever imagined or intended to be in when i posted this a few days ago i think now the best thing for the tournament and other players and my well-being is that i withdraw so that everyone can get back to focusing on the tennis going on in paris i never wanted to be a distraction and i accept that my timing was not ideal and that my message could have been clearer but more importantly i would never trivialize mental health or use that term lightly the truth is that I have suffered long bouts of depression since the U.S. Open in 2018 and have had a really hard time coping with that. Anyone that knows me knows that I am an introvert and anyone that has seen me at the tournaments will notice that I'm often wearing headphones as it helps those with my social anxiety. Though the tennis press has always been kind to me and I want to apologize especially to all the cool journalists who I may have hurt, I am not naturally a public speaker. I speak to the world's media. I get really nervous and find it very stressful to always try to engage and give you the best answer I can. So here in Paris, I was already feeling vulnerable and anxious, so I thought it was better to exercise self-care and skip the press conference. I announced it I, I, I announced it because I do feel as if the rules are quite outdated in parts and I wanted to highlight that. I wrote privately to the tournament apologizing and saying that I would be more than happy to speak with them after the tournament as the slams are intense. I'm going to take some time away from the court now, but when the time is right, I really want to work with the tour to discuss ways that we can make things better for the players, press, and fans. Anyways, hope you all are doing well and staying safe. Love you guys, and I see you when I see you. And I quote, Naomi girl, Naomi, you are breaking barriers, okay? You are setting the tone for the newer generation because even as, even, you know, throughout the years with the clip of Serena and Venus being um, younger and the interviewer literally trying to break down venus's like confidence like you literally see the interviewer was like asking her questions like do you think you're better than your sister 
why do you think you're better than your sister? You think you could beat your sister? And then their dad, like, interjecting was like, you're not going to put doubt in her head. You're, and she's just, like, smiling. She's like, go, daddy. Like, for whatever reason, we're not allowed to congratulate ourselves. We're not allowed to still feel good after a defeat. And I've watched several press conferences after certain games, whether that is athletes, whether that's entertainment, like whatever the case is, I've watched several interviews where these journalists see them literally go ham because they know that they can. But with Serena, after she gave birth to her daughter, they were asking her, like, do you think it's time for you to retire? Do you think you're like, it's done? Like, how dare you put an expiration date on anybody? How dare you tell someone when they're capable of being great and when they're not capable of being great? Glad that she's speaking up on this for tennis players, per se. I'm also glad that I'm hearing, you know, artists, they're speaking out on the severity of protecting your mental health. Protecting your mental health in the public eye is so important. It is so, so, so important. And I feel like there's little to no resources intact or in place for these professionals at all. And it's, and it's, and it's truly, truly, truly sad of mental health and artists not getting the help and the resources that they need. I want to just go right into the next topic. We're going to talk about loaded committed suicide uh, they say because he found out that his girlfriend cheated on him on his very last post on instagram he stated and i quote dear most high please forgive me for all my shortcomings and all the times i felt short of making you proud and being appreciative of the blessings that have been put into my life sometimes the lines are blurred between being solid and being heartless and i want to thank you for how far i've come and the people you put in my life to keep me grounded and humble through everything and I love every single one of those people that are genuinely for me. I ask for your inch. I ask, I ask for your entrance into your kingdom through all of my mistakes. And I know you love all of your children. And I'm ready for my heart and soul to join you. Blue heart, blue heart. And I quote. He literally just had his song Gold Certified Gold uh, a few a few days before uh, he passed away. And it just it just brings to light the importance of mental health, like the importance of these big name brands, these music groups, these management, these record labels. Very, 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 very important to take care of your mental health of those that you look to to make you money. Your mind, your mind can literally create either a heaven for you or it could create a hell for you. If you don't have the mental capacity to control those things, you need assistance and People cry out differently, cry out differently. Some people, they literally cry out to you and say, hey, I need help. Some people, they use substance and they end up abusing those substances to say, hey, I need help. Or they cut themselves or they're depressed or they're anxious or they say it in their songs or they, or you see it in their body languages. And it's like time and time again, people who are in positions of saving these people, people who are in positions of providing them with assistance and funding and whatever the case is chooses not to because they feel like it's not of importance how many more artists have to off themselves for people to take into account like these people really need help how many more celebrities do you need to see have an overdose because they're in the limelight and they're just thinking that you know just being on go 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 is going to be the problem solver either way you put it your mental health is the most important thing in the whole entire world i don't care what nobody else says none of the money in the world matter none of the status quo the ego all of that shit don't matter if your mental health is not a one period 
and P, that's fucking it. God rest your soul, my love. I hope you are finally at peace because who knows what demons you are fighting and your girlfriend cheating on you is probably just the last straw for you. I read comments where people were just like, oh, you know, you off yourself for a girl. Like, girls are really sick out here. Like, no, you don't know what people are going through. It's not always the girl's responsibility to stay 10 toes down because her guy is mentally unstable. There's a whole bunch of other hidden factors that can play its role into why people do the things that they do. This is not an opportunity to to poke or this is not the opportunity to pinpoint or try to point the finger at who's to blame. Sad situation in general as whole, like, it's just sad like that's the easiest way for me to explain it so i do hope you know um my heart goes out to your family my heart goes out to your friends my heart goes out to your fans i do know you know they did say that he gained over a hundred thousand new streams uh since his passing and it's always sad to say that usually these artists they get more love after they're no longer here it's just all sad it's just all sad Next topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen Staple Live. We are going to talk about Queen Najee, honey. Queen Najee versus Chris versus Claire versus Tina versus everybody, okay? This past week, CJ had his graduation. Queen posted a picture with her and Claire saying, congratulations, I'm so proud of my boy, etc., etc., etc. From there, it got messy real motherfucking quick. Obviously, because if everybody knows, Queen and Chris's breakup was messier than mess. I gotta, I gotta switch out the cup for the phone, okay? So, this is how we started. Chris posted a picture of him. Somebody commented on his picture and was like, so you ain't go to CJ graduation? Chris said, and I quote, didn't get an invite and also didn't even know he was graduating today. That's messed up, and I quote. From there, he posted a picture with CJ graduating saying proud of my baby even though daddy wasn't told that she was graduating. Of course I didn't sit well with Miss Queen because Miss Queen had a few things to say from then. She said and I quote and I don't want to hear nobody saying Queen stop explaining yourself because I'm not remaining silent anymore. Let's normalize public figures and celebrities being able to defend themselves. I'm getting tired of this shit and I'm about to start popping off every single time and I'm with all the shits. I'm providing content for all the T pages so let's go. Y'all gonna stop worrying about my kids, my household, my money, my business. Keeping my mouth shut has gotten me the same thing it would have gotten me speaking up. It is what it is. I said what the fuck I said, so fuck y'all, okay? Now, y'all already know, when it comes to Queen, Claire Bear don't play them games, okay? Y'all already know Claire Bear don't play them type of games when it comes to Miss Queen, okay? Claire is right here. Claire is right here, ready and willing to defend his woman as he muck should okay pretty know when it comes to queen claire bear don't play them games okay y'all know claire bear don't play them type of games when it comes to miss queen so claire goes off on a series of tweets his damn self claire says and i quote you can't call someone a bitch in the home and continuously do disrespectful shit and then expect a call saying your son or nephew is graduating tomorrow. That's not how life works. And instead of making it about yourself, which y'all always do, you should be happy that he has a mom that cares about his education and has gotten to the point because none of y'all are willing to put yourselves aside to make sure he's straight. And it shows. But y'all got it. I know y'all gonna take this and twist this, but I'm just being honest. Y'all do the shit for internet too much when it's his day and that should have been the focus and the celebration should have been on him. And I quote, from there, Tina ended up 
making a YouTube video. Tina is queen sister. Tina ended up making a YouTube video basically going on a rant. So queen said, okay, I got something for that ass too. So queen stated, and I quote, and this, she went in, okay? And I quote, I thought about making a video to respond to everything, but I don't have the strength to keep mentally draining myself. I got people writing me all types of hate messages saying what a horrible mother I am, a horrible daughter, a horrible sister. But the truth is, I've been protecting people, including my family, for the longest. Nobody knows the amount of unnecessary disrespect that I have to take in private because I don't expose it. Even throughout my pregnancy, I provided for my family because I actually care for them and love them. I've given gifts out of, out of the kindness of my heart, even after I felt unappreciated. You guys come out here telling me that I'm turning, I'm turning on the people who are the closest to me, yet the people who are supposed to be the closest to me have hurt me the most. They've been territorial, entitled, ungrateful. They've lied on me, posted things to jeopardize my happiness and my household. And I'm here to tell you that family or not, it is unacceptable. I've chosen my peace. I've chosen my household, which comes first. So yes, I have distanced myself. Yes, I've set boundaries due to the buildup of events that have taken place. Yes, that includes access to my children. I don't owe nobody nothing. Only to the two children I gave birth to. I also owe none of you an explanation as to why I make the decisions I make. I know deep in my heart I have the best interest for my kids. And God knows that I carry a lot on my plate. And I do not do nothing out of spite. So when people like my sister or my son's father try to come on the internet and pick me out to look like the bad guy, I have to set boundaries. And that's just what I'm going to do. From now on, I'm not being nice. I'm not making it easy for anyone. I'm not sticking my neck out for anyone who doesn't do the same for me. For this, I know I'll get the hate. I know that people close to me will dislike me, but that is no longer my issue. All bets are off from here on now. If you can continue to come to social media and trash me, then you are no longer family to me. Family consists of loyalty, and that I have not seen of it. And so, it's so fucking hurtful to get to this point, all because of entitlement and envy. And I quote. Okay. I could say this firsthand, that since Queen has been with Claire, like, her family has, especially Tina has been so messy, has been so messy and so negative because I just feel like everybody just wants a check when it comes to Queen's name. Even Chris. Chris will do so much clickbait that's, that's talking about Queen. I'm gonna prank my new girlfriend and call her Queen by accident or how do I feel about Queen having another baby or how do I feel about Queen having a CJ around Claire. Like, it's like everyone's life revolves around Queen. And y'all mm -hmm. get upset because Queen is like, fuck y'all, leave me alone. This is about me and my seed. Y'all don't see the bigger picture. There has not been one incident. There has been many incidences where CJ was with Chris. Chris either was arrested, inebriated, nor to be found. She couldn't get to her son. She couldn't reach her son. She couldn't find out who had her son. So as a mother, I'm not going to be as nice to someone who is not as nice to me who is not as nice to his child, who is using his child as clickbait, who is using his child to make money off of. If we're being real, and I agree with Clarence, this should have been about CJ. This should It had nothing to do with whether you got the invite or not. You could have handled that. You could have talked about that on another day. This was CJ's day. And y'all took it to make it about y'all. Y'all took it so that y'all could go and get views and get shares and get likes and get talked about. Which is the whole point of what Claire was saying. Which is the whole point of what Queen is saying. Like y'all don't have the best interest at heart when it comes to my kids. Y'all have the best interest at heart when it comes to yourselves. And y'all are upset because I'm cutting y'all asses off. It be that motherfucking it, Queen. Do you, ho? Do you? 
Next topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about DC Young Fly Baby, okay? Fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. DC Young Fly, okay? DC Young Fly, okay? DC Young Fly, okay? He got them hands, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This past weekend, DC Young Fly was at a comedy club at one of his shows. He was on his, uh, doing his thing. You know, he was in the middle of his set, minding his business when he says, a random guy comes on stage. He thought nothing of it. He just thought, okay, this is just a fan, you know, wanting to get a hug, or a picture, or a handshake, or whatever the case is. Woo -de -woo -de -woo. He then stated that this fan started just yelling at him, coming at him sideways, like, what's up? What's up? Like, what's up? And so DC's like, bruh, like, back up. DC said, the man, let me put my cup down. DC said, he told the man back up. He said, the man then moved his hand. And all he did was pew, pew, and the rest is history. And he continued on. He continued on like as if nothing happened, okay? He continued on as if he, as if nothing happened. And of course, People started sharing the video and everybody was just like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? So of course DC had to speak his truth and say his little two cents too. He said, and I quote, I'm from the west side of Atlanta. I'm really from the streets. I've been stabbed and I'm traumatized, but God turned my life around. But I've always stayed on point just in case if I have to protect myself. Pleasanton, Oakland, I love y'all forever and we always have a good time. But I'm mad y'all had to come to see that side of me. But I don't fuck with people who don't come to my show if your attentions ain't going to come to have a good time. Don't show up because I pray that the energy is right everywhere I go and I will and I am protected and covered by God. Plus, I got hands. Hashtag, I will make it home. Sorry y'all had to see me knock a nigga out, but guess what? Hashtag, I got on with the show. Hashtag, God set me on a mission. Hashtag, I must finish my task. Hashtag, lucky I couldn't find a money shot. Hashtag, let's enjoy life, people, and have fun. Hashtag, I ain't just a goofy-ass nigga. Hashtag, fuck your mean. And I quote. Listen, listen. Y'all gonna be stop playing. Y'all gonna stop playing with these people. Thinking that these people ain't got hands. Y'all have to understand. Any man that has a, a, a face tattoo, you just, a, you just on a... Not even let me let me take that back because before it was like that because but it's like people just have face tattoos just to have face tattoos. But people like DC, like you could tell DC about it. DC is one of them 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 type of men that have done so much within their lives because they had to. They had to fight for you know, they see at the table, they had to fight to make it. So they're a book of many tricks because they just had to make sure like, okay, if I can't get it this way, if I can't get my braid this way, I can get my braid that way. If I can't get my braid this way, I'm going to get my braid that way. So people like that, you don't play with. You don't play with people like that. Fuck you and me. You don't play with people like that. He not this, no, like, not, not him out, okay? <laughs> Y'all better stop thinking that these celebrities won't put their hands on you. Okay, I thought y'all would've learned about the baby. I thought y'all would've learned. I thought y'all would've learned. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Next topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live, baby. We're gonna talk about Judge Joe Brown, okay? Judge Joe Brown was just on Quam's show on one of his podcast episodes. And 
I don't really know what the topic was about. I don't really care to know what the topic was about. But he just went left. And he just started body shaming Lizzo, first and foremost. And then he started talking about Cardi B. And how they're both a bad influence on the younger generation. Y'all already know YouTube be copywriting. So we're not going to try to squeeze in or put the audio in or anything of that sort. But long story short, he was literally going in and going ahead for no reason. And when it comes, when it comes to... When it comes to men, especially black men, always having an opinion on what black women choose to do, it's always coming from a hateful place. It's always coming from a malicious place. Black women cannot be proud of being black. Black women cannot be proud of being in their skin without being called all types of hoes and hoochies and, and, and risques or whatever. Like freak nasty did not happen in the 90s. Like there's not footage of y'all mamas and y'all grandmas busting their pussy wide open okay let's be real history only repeats itself history only repeats itself history only repeats itself and so for us to get to a place where we are having more black women being confident within their skin within their sexuality within their femininity it's like everyone hates that shit they hate it they hate it but no one back to eyes when these same black artists these same black rappers are talking about the same shit. They're talking about drugs. They're talking about money. They're talking about hoes. They're talking about rape. They're talking about all of these negative things that are polluting the next black man. Y'all are hush mode. Y'all ain't got nothing to say. But the black men is the one that are supplying the sperm to procreate. Women, we are the vessel. But the men are the one who provides the sperm. Y'all not holding these men accountable, but y'all want to grill a bitch as to whether or not she wants her pussy to shake or not where's the accountability people where's the accountability where's the energy the energy is not reciprocated and it bothers me it bothers me that it's not reciprocated it's never reciprocated to a black male artist a black male artist could get away with murder literally can sit here and rap about murdering somebody and y'all will all bub and bop y'all head but let a woman talk about how wet her pussy is y'all get upset wet pussy dead bodies wet pussy dead bodies y'all priorities is fucked up but pussy your dead bodies y'all priorities are messed up y'all y'all priorities are messed up if you gonna hate one you have to hate the other and it's always it's always a black man talking shit it's always it never fails it never fucking fails it never fails it never fails like come on come on come on anyways Next topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about, baby, the parents in New York City was livid, okay? There were a group of parents that were outraged over a sexual video that was basically shown to first graders. And this video, this video is very graphic. It was literally having an animated little girl and an animated little boy straight to the point. And it was literally talking about masturbation. It wasn't even a fact that it was being taught. It was how it was being taught. I feel like if we're being completely honest, we have to understand that we are living in a culture where everything is hands-on. We love to think that sexual awareness is bad. We love to think that, oh, it's too early to teach someone. But it's never too early to teach someone about their body. I personally feel as if that video per se, talking about masturbation, was way too early for a first grader. If anything, First graders should know about their body and to know to not let anyone touch their body. To know to, hey, if you see someone touching you, let somebody know, let an adult know. 
I think that should have been the conversation that should have been focused on. Letting these kids know that no one is supposed to touch you. No one's supposed to touch you down there, male or female. This is your sacred spot. This is your this is your safe haven. Like nobody's supposed to touch your wee-wee or your pee-pee or your whatever nickname that you have for it. This type of sexual education should always be at the parents' discretion. I recall when I was back in middle school, when I was back in high school, my mom my mom had to sign a cassette paper saying like I either say yes or no to my child learning about sex sexual education. And I just don't understand why nowadays the same level of respect is not being given to parents. Even when it comes to not just first grade, is it, it just in general, sexual awareness or any type of sexual education should be to the parents' discretion, should be to the parents' knowledge. It should, it sh they should have at least gotten notice, like, hey, today or a week from today, we're going to teach about sexual education. If you don't feel comfortable or you don't want your child to participate, please, please reach out. Please reach out and let us know at a timely manner so that we could have a space to put your child, etc., etc., etc. Because even when I was in high school taking these sex ed classes and I was learning about sexual education and PE and other curricular activities and other curriculums I do recall I had several classmates that weren't participated that did not participate only because their parents was like no I don't want my child to learn this through you and it's like the level of respect should have still been there and especially when it comes to first graders first graders should not have been taught about masturbating that is fucking ridiculous now these kids are gonna go out and explore like okay well i just watched this video about what my pee, pee can do my pee, pee has never went on hard before so let me try to make it hard like no no if anything first graders should learn about consent first graders should learn about the ins and the outs the do's and the don'ts of consent and knowing that no one should touch you inappropriately and anybody who touch you down there you need to tell somebody because i wish I wish someone would tell me about consent at a very, very early age because half of the things that I allowed to have happened to me as a child with my childhood traumas wouldn't have happened because I would have known about consent. You see how that works? You see how that works? Fuck. Wraps it up for today's Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. If you have not already, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff, sweetie, because you don't want to miss out to all the D's to all our teas now, do we? I don't think so. And just remember, each and every Tea Time Tuesday, you make sure you have your QT juice ready and willing to sip oh so gently when the time is ready. And until next time, my dirty, filthy whore bags, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Know that you can do anything that you want to under the sun because you said so. And until next time, my dirty, filthy whore bags, hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!